The Genesis Communications Radio Network proudly presents The Alex Jones Show, because there's a war on for your mind. Well, we had to get radio talk show host, filmmaker, researcher, Alan Watt on. Just a great uh, mind to understand the enemy, their psychology, how they operate, what they do. With what is more and more becoming clear, I said this back on Saturday when we first did an emergency transmission that I believe it was a hoax, and now it's becoming more and more abundantly clear. But meanwhile, the fear-mongering just intensifies. Now think about it. You can get 30-plus thousand people on average dying of flu, sometimes more, sometimes less. In the United States, between 200 and half a million every year dying worldwide of the regular flu, and they're telling you get ready for the end of all your freedom, forced inoculations, total control for one dead person in the United States. Uh, let's go ahead and play this local news clip off local news here in Austin where they're getting tent cities ready with Michael Dell, the New World Order minion. Here it is. Why do you think somebody should sign up to run the Congress Avenue? Uh, we're having some trouble streaming that off the web. Uh, we... Okay, yeah, the problem is is that it, it refreshed. We're playing these ads off the web. We ought to start having a hard drive where we capture these, and then we can just play them because these st stupid news sites... If it's not YouTube or Google, they just have the worst players, and it'll be working, and you try to play it, and it doesn't work. Well, it, we'll play it in a minute uh, coming up with Alan Watt, and, and be sure and send that to the guys to link to that up on InfoWars.com and PrisonPlanet.com. Uh, but uh, let's go ahead and uh, bring uh, Alan Watt up. Alan, I haven't talked to you before the show. I have no idea what your view is of this, but I would imagine it's probably similar to mine. Give us your breakdown of what's happening uh, with uh, the fear-mongering right now with the uh, pretty much imaginary flu? Well, it's one crisis after another. We're just coming through the, the created financial collapse that rose the IMF to its proper position as a distributor for the world's money. And now it's time to teach the public that the World Health Organization will be the world authority that will guide every country and actually be the ruler uh, as far as medical things go for the entire planet, but ultimately you must remember the World Health Organization's agenda is to do with sustainable development. Once they have that authority, they're going to move right into the next part, which is depopulation, sterilization, etc., for sustainability reasons. And there's no mystery about this, because when the League of Nations was set up with the same organizations that are in the United Nations, including a World Health Authority, some of the founders at the time wrote about it, and they said that this is being set up to be the World Health Authority, and they must use panic and crisis to get the public to give them that authority. That's exactly what we're going through today. This flu is just the standard H1N1. It was out last year, according to the BBC and to the so-called experts in Britain. Uh, Tamiflu was, is, is pretty useless anyway. Uh, all the hype about Tamiflu came from the pharma companies that made the dark drugs, all their studies are from their paid agents. They give them glowing reports. But basically you don't need it because this is a mild flu. And those who are dying of it, and it really is down to seven proven cases in Mexico, not 107, um, you find they're compromised already with different other diseases, AIDS, etc., etc. So this is a very, very mild flu. It takes about three days. Everyone who's got it in Canada and Britain are told is to stay at home, drink lots of food, all the usual stuff. And it's gone in about three days. That's it. 
So clearly, out of the blue, they have been fear-mongering and saying, I mean, I've got the headlines. This is the greatest challenge to face humanity. You know, this could be the end. Hundreds of millions could die. And then meanwhile, yeah, Mexico's saying between 7 and 12 dead. One dead in the United States, that person from Mexico City. Uh, But meanwhile, I've got Time, Newsweek, CBS, CNN, uh, all of these publications, TV saying, get ready for forced inoculations, even if you haven't had the flu. And now they're saying, oh, even if this passes over in the next month, when the flu shot's ready, we're going to make you take it. So I think this is also about pushback to all the tens of millions of people waking up to how deadly vaccines are who are saying, no, I'm not going to take it, and they're trying to test the public to see if they can force us to do it. So when they launch the real attack during the full collapse of society, you watch when the the resistance to the New World Order starts, when we're trying to take our governments back, they are going to launch massive real bio-attacks. Alan, your comments on that? Yeah, this is, um, you see, there have been so many studies coming out over the years of the fact that the flu inoculations, every year they tell you in the spring they had the wrong combinations of flu strain, so they were useless. But not only that, most folks who get the flu injections end up coming down with the flu. So people were stopping getting, taking their free flu shots. So they had to do something to get it back up to, to mandatory level. And they admit, and they admit, I I keep forgetting to make this point to interrupt, you make me think, Alan, they admit that all these flu shots actually mutate with regular flu out there and are creating uh, more dangerous strains, Mm -hmm. and the Tamiflu accelerates the mutation, just like antibiotics do with the bacteria. Yes, they're they're using human beings as breeders, and that's what they use the animals for. That's how they breed the viruses, either in chickens or some other kind of animal, or human fetal tissue. And now they're using living people, and everyone who gets a shot becomes a breeder, and they shed the virus wherever they go. Yeah, it's it's just absolutely amazing. Alan, why do you think Napolitano came out and said, "Oh, well, this one's probably no big deal, but the next one, it's coming. It's going to be huge." Yeah, I know. And, and then and, and then flying Air Force One through the middle of buildings with F-16s, literally 50 feet away. And then it came out in memos. They terrorized them on purpose, but said it's secret. What is behind that? We'll never get the whole story. In fact, we never get the, the real truth about anything, to be honest with you. Um, as I say, we're living at an age where we have so many distractions and crises, and we're rolling now from simply one crisis to another. But what is interesting is that out of every crisis, uh, the, the, the institutions at the world, uh, the United Nations, are risen up. That's always the solution to their global authority positions with, with IMF, the World Bank, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're seeing the same thing with the health. Now they're on a roll for complete domination of the planet because the United Nations was set up, remember, as a front by the big foundations and the Rockefellers, etc., to be of the world authority. So this is the, the century of change for globalism, where they bring this whole structure in, and they can only do it through crisis creation and offer the solutions, which, of course, was the plan all along. Uh, we're going to roll and roll from solution to solution and crisis to crisis. People have already forgotten uh, that trillions of dollars have been looted from them just a few months ago. And, and Alan, how obvious is it, and we're going to play this clip, and I want to get your answer to this, 
as you just said, I'm watching John Kerry last night in the Senate hearing. He says we've got to have a global solution to this global crisis. And the head of the UN, the Secretary General, Mr. Moon, is admitting they're directing the United States and Canada and, and, yep. and, and Australia and, and all the Commonwealth countries are the ones hyping this up the worst. Uh, they're admitting that they're using this, they say, to strengthen the global governance. Let's play this clip of the fear-mongering in Austin with the camps, with the tents being set up for the mass death. Here it is. And on that note, a modified tent city now being set up at Dell Children's Hospital for those who believe that they have the flu. Fox News' Rudy Koski joining us live from Dell Children's Hospital with the details. Rudy? Hi, Loriana. The tent started going up this afternoon. They're located directly behind me. Now, take a look. They're in a physician parking area that is directly underneath the helicopter pad. Now, the tents are expected to be ready for people by tomorrow. They're still hooking up climate control systems, and they're doing this because of the large number of people showing up to get a flu test. By mid-afternoon, for example, the hospital had more than 400 people coming into the emergency room. They usually have about 170. Administrators say the tents, there's about three of them, will help separate those who just may be really sick from those who are seeking other types of medical treatment at the emergency room. Now, once again, taking a look at a live picture of the situation here at Dell, the uh, tents are near, uh, right underneath the helipad and the physician parking area. Administrators here and at other local hospitals are also asking people who want to get tested to stop going to local emergency rooms. The first thing that they say that you should be doing is contacting your primary care physician. After that, or if that doesn't work, then you can go to a local neighborhood uh, medical clinic, one of those dock in the boxes. That will relieve the pressure on especially trauma events at the emergency rooms. So once again, if you're feeling ill or you just want to test, go check with your primary care doctor first or go to one of your neighborhood local medical clinics. We'll, of course, have more on this story tonight at 9. Reporting live at Dell's Children's Hospital, Rudy Kosky, Fox 7. Now, by the way, I've told everybody for 11 years that the old Robert Mueller Airport is a FEMA camp. And we have local newscasts saying during emergencies, they have 747 hangers with bolts and chains in the floors, porta potties, uh, cots, barbed wire inside. And I, I reported it a year before it was in the news. People laughed at me because I had inside sources that put it in. You know, the cops are calling me going, man, you got to see this place. It's a FEMA camp. Then I've got local Fox again going, oh, yes, it's an emergency camp for you. That's in police state to the takeover. This is right next door to that. There's troops running around all over the old airport. Uh, down the street at the old mall, uh, they've taken over two of the major areas and have FEMA in there going back a few months ago. And then you walk up and say, why is Homeland Security here? They say, get back, get back, get back. And this is happening everywhere. Alan Watt, uh, you know, I mean, how, how much more obvious does this have to get? This is all a beta test for when they release the real controlled plague. It, it is, too. And um, FEMA made it quite clear in New Orleans that no other contingency plans would be allowed except their own. In fact, you couldn't even help your neighbor. You were not authorized uh, and rescue, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so it, it, you're looking at all power to even save ourselves being taken up by the official authorized organization. And this is also trading the public. That, that is so. This is so. This is the way it will be. And so, as I say, they will eventually one day release something because the true cutting edge on virology and bacteriology is not in the ordinary medical profession. It's in bacterial and warfare laboratory labs. 
And they could, they've written extensively to the fact that they can create ethnic-specific viruses or kill certain groups, not others. Uh, that's all declassified stuff. And they also um, are basically can recreate a virus within one hour and alter it to be a killer if they want to. That's how far advanced they really are. So the guys right, at the bottom there, don't even know what's there. going on. Absolutely, Alan. Stay there. We'll talk more about this. I'm just quite bright. Stay with us. I wish a buck was still silver. I wish a buck was still silver. It was, it back. was back when the country was strong. Back when we had Chrysler and Dodge and Chevy. Back before Elvis. And back before the New World Order came in and took over and turned the police into black ski mask thugs. Back when we could still own firearms for the Beatles. And back when we could still have children without getting a license. When a man could still work, still would. Or himself and not at a work camp with a pot bellied commie bossing him around. The best of the free life behind us now. And are the good times really over? Went rolling downhill like a snowball headed for hell. All right, Burmis is popping in. Alan Watts, our guest. Appreciate him coming on with us with his great insight. I don't want to hear what he has to say about this in detail and how we should counter it. Is this a desperation move by the establishment? Is it a beta test? But yeah, all over the world, if anybody has any type of symptom, the tattletale citizens freak out on them. They have them jerked off planes, panicking. This is the secret police drilling. And I always said they would do it in the name of medical. That's how Hitler started grabbing people for plagues or medical problems or flus, and then they were mentally retarded, and then they were had medical problems and long before the camps. And the Soviets did this too. Burmas, give them the new article, then we'll get Alan Watts' take on it. Yeah, I was just uh, running into the coffee uh, room, and I see all of a sudden on Fox News this woman is being dragged off a United plane after it's diverted from Munich, Germany, into Boston, and then you see her being taken off by two people in big yellow, what looks like hazmat uniforms. It's all part of a, it's all acting. It's all part of theater. Setting up emergency tents, people in bio suits, and they're on the news going, we're going to make you take shots. You know, Alan Watt, they could mind control us maybe with just this little event. Maybe there'd be no deaths and they would just end all freedom and have everyone in hazmat suits. I mean, do you think they're going for the gold right now or is this just a beta test? It's a beta test, but you're quite right there. They could be no deaths at all and still go for it because I said years ago when they first brought out the movie Outbreak, that was the first movie they conditioned the public. Oh my God, this could be terrible if I had a real outbreak. It was done through fiction. And I said, that all they need to show you is guys in hazmat suits and a stretcher and someone on it that they could do in a studio and that's broadcast to the world and we all believe it. That's all they have to do today. It's like wag the dog, seeing is believing. And that becomes your perception of reality. So it's so simple. But you're quite right. This is a big push to get the public of the world conditioned. But I mean, how ridiculous in hazmat suits and it's killed one person. I know. And the one person, really, uh, we don't know the details of how they were compromised by other diseases or illnesses. There will be something more to that. Oh, no, no. It came out in the Houston Chronicle. He was premature, like three pounds when he was born. He always had lung problems and a bunch of other diseases. That's it. So, So basically... Uh, this is a mild flu, but they'll use it to the maximum extreme because you're quite right. They want to train the public that we're so helpless in this brave new world that uh, 
uh, we can't feed ourselves anymore, we, we, the money's gone to the dogs, we can't handle anything, and now we have all these natures turned against us. Remember what they said too at the Club of Rome, we must teach the public that man is the enemy of the planet and nature is at war with man. And so they're using all of this right now to make us feel utterly helpless, but the big global authorities, don't worry, the experts will have it in hand and we must obey the experts. And believe you me, for the bans and help of experts, we will pay dearly for all their help. We'll have no rights at all at the yeah, end Yeah, notice the more the bankers help us, the more, you know, they gave us a Federal Reserve to end uh, financial problems, they gave us a depression, yeah. and they gave us a National Security Act, now they're giving us another depression, and they openly are giving us the depression, and they're getting more power out of it, mm-hmm. instead of just arresting these people. Exactly, and not, not only that, as, as uh, I've said before, uh, Bretton Woods, Bretton Woods was at part one, and the founder, John Maynard Keynes, said part two will kick in in the next century, and here it comes, and now they're going to be the issuers of world currency. Mm. That was the solution. We're simply living a script, and as we live the script, the public has to be trained, just trained like animals in Skinnerian techniques, to obey, 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 all authority. That's the key to it. We must obey authority. And they're giving people these mindless phobias. I mean, literally, I've been watching TV shows, and the clips have been sent to me, Alan. Talk about predictive programming. Scores of shows. Burma, stay here. I want you to tell my story when we come back. But I'm getting all these emails and clips of shows where stuff produced a month ago is now airing. You know, it's been taped. Yep. Dramas, cop shows, it's all about you didn't take the shot, you're arrested, it killed other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 or, or only the CEOs get the flu shots and everybody wants them and fights for them, you know, like they're fighting for the Christmas toy everybody's yep. got to have. And, I mean, can't the public see this is mind control and they pre-made all the shows to be airing now and that this is total proof, yep. uh, you know, that they did it? I mean, this is like insider trading. The CIA-owned companies did record American and United put options, and then nobody gets in trouble. Now you have all the shows, literally all over TV, about flu as the flu happens outside of flu season. And it, it, it isn't obvious to people. Let's talk about predictive programming when we get back. We're on the march. The empire's on the run. Alex Jones and the GCN Radio Network. to break down predictive programming. You know, I know people that know Alan Watt. Charlie Sheen says he's a great guy. Uh, Max Kaiser is friends with him. Uh, and but, but he is a gun grabber. I don't like that. And, and he's going to be uh, uh, running for Senate he's talking about now. But You're not talking about Alan Watt. You're talking about Alec Baldwin. He's Alan, Alec Baldwin. Yeah, you, Alan said, Watt. you said Alan, Alan Watt. Although, Alec Baldwin. No, no. Alan Watt <laughs> is running for Senate, and he's friends with Charlie Sheen. <laughs> now, listen, i got too much going on in my head, Burmis, and I'm also listening. He breathed in the microphone. But uh, the issue is Burmis will be uh, live tonight. Uh, 9 to midnight with the InfoWarriors show here on the network, doing a great job. And I'll be popping in with him some as well because I'm going to be up here working on a film, a special release we're going to be announcing next week, something a little special. But um, going back to Alec Baldwin is a great actor, and I want to get Alan Watts' take on this with predictive programming. And so I wanted to play this particular clip from Hulu. And if you watch the clip carefully, He's playing the part of an alien, you know, a master race. When he walks in, it shows people behind him being led away dead to have their brains taken. After your brains are taken, they're, they're going to kill you. And they say, you know, it's ridiculous that uh, TV, on, you know, eats your brain. It only softens it. Hulu takes it all the way. What are you going to do, turn your TV off? Well, TV really is doing this. The elites see themselves as the Morlock, us the Eloy, 
They are controlling us. Uh, they are doing all of this. Uh, and so this is how they are conditioning us. So this is really a, a, a very sinister ad as they throw it in our face. And it's funny that we're being killed and we're being brainwashed and we're losing our soul to the television when in reality it, it, it's actually doing that, causing Alzheimer's, all these other things, all the big studies about how it does cause brain damage. They make a big joke out of it in his TV show. You were saying one of many we've heard about, but you saw it where everybody's fighting to get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is how they do predictive programming. I want Alan Watt to talk about that. But here is the Super Bowl Hulu ad right now. Hello, Earth. I'm Alec Baldwin, TV star. You know, they say TV will rob your brain. <laughs> That's absurd. TV only softens the brain like a ripe banana to take it all the way. We've created Hulu. Hulu beams TV directly to your portable computing devices, giving you more of the cerebral gelatinizing shows you want anytime, anywhere, for free. I only hang out because I want your love. Mushy mush. And the best part is there's nothing you can do to stop it. I mean, what are you going to do, turn off your TV and your computer? <laughs> Once your brains are reduced to a cottage cheese-like mush, we'll scoop them out with a melon baller and gobble them right on up. Oops. I think I'm drooling a little. Because we're aliens. And that's how we roll. Hulu, an evil plot to destroy the world. Enjoy. Now, but see, there's the big joke there is that, oh, we're enslaving you, and the guy's laughing, and he's laughing back at him, and then he stops laughing. It's a fake laugh. It's like, look, this ad is a joke on you. I don't even know if Baldwin understands this. He's dinner, too. You know, I mean, in between the laughing, he gives him that look like, I'm going to eat you. You know, it's crazy. Crazy. And it shows him in the background taking people they've killed away, and it's all done like in a clinical way. Now, now, uh, Alan Watt, tell folks about predictive programming for those that don't understand the government admits and the media admits. Like you watch all science fiction movies, Starship Troopers, uh, you know, that science fiction movie that they just did with uh, years ago with Clooney. It's all about, I want to really do good so I can get a license to have children so I can compete to be one out of a thousand to have kids. Uh, th that's predictive programming. They're telling you what the future is going to be. And you see stuff 40 years ago in science fiction. It's what happened today. Explain predictive programming. And, th and then uh, Burmese is going to briefly tell folks what happened on this uh, last sitcom with Alec Baldwin. Mm -hmm. It's a scientific process of familiarization uh, to the public. So you can familiarize them with ideas in a fictional format. When, when it's in fiction, the sensor part of your brain is down. You're being entertained, you think. Uh, but it's implanting a possible idea, a possibility of something to come. Therefore, when it starts to happen gradually in society, this actual idea comes into, uh, it becomes concrete and it's, it's implemented. You think it's all quite natural that we're somehow progressing naturally along a certain path. But in, and in reality, your mind has already been prepared to accept something you would not, never otherwise uh, accept because you'd be reasoning through it. Through fiction, you don't reason through. And when it's coupled with emotion, every movie, every novel has a, a, a character you identify with, the hero, the heroine, uh, uh, and you identify with them and you go through things uh, that, that you may go through in your real life with them. Uh, when you couple it with the actual uh, downloads, the actual downloads implanted of the idea of something to come, you're now familiar with it. And so emotion is the best way to do it. They call it emotive programming. And in that sense, they can put anything into your mind, especially scary.
and they will have they will have a set of archetypes. They admit this in broadcast school of the guy that's the cool kid next door and the info babe and the guy that's yep. the father figure and the mother figure. Or like in the Transformers, the new one coming out, you've got the hero Optimus Prime jumping up on the giant robot, you know, like one of our ancestors jumping on the back of the Mastodon. You know, it, it's all these preconditioned ancient instincts, yep. uh, you know, almost ancestral memories. And the establishment admits this, that they are programming. And so I've been watching online the old 1980s G.I. Joe. Gold is bad. Cobra believes in that as a currency. Wearing black ski masks is good. The police state's good. Checkpoints are good. Watch children's shows. And it's total. And now they admit G.I. Joe is basically funded by the Pentagon as product placement. And now it's just out in the open. They're programming everything. And then they admit the Pentagon developed video games. Now they're hiring people that are good at the... Flight simulators to fly the Predator drones. Now the Zit Face kids are 25. They're actually flying the death drones. They're being recruited into the Air Force. Now they're saying, soon within five, six years, we're going to have to have you jacked in with a chip into your brain. You know, you don't have to take the chip. You're just a hero. You know, you're a fighter pilot in your pod 10,000 miles away. I mean, it's all happening. It's all really unfolding. It's a script. The script was written a long time ago, and... Uh the big foundations that probably employ more psychologists and, and um, experts on anthropology, ethnology, etc., than any other uh, agencies or governments in the world. And they basically are the ones, the parallel government uh, is comprised, member of big foundations, which are just the fronts for the bankers. And they uh, bypass all democracy. They have their agenda. Their agenda was written a long time ago. The big boys who gave us Brave New World in the 1930s, talking about genetic engineering of a fixed population with special purposes for you be designated with your job for life. You'd be, you'd be created for that job, physically created for that job. Um, it was done in the 30s. They all belonged to the same organization for this world governmental system. A scientific uh, dictatorship was what Huxley called it. And that's what we're going into. And they're using fear. Now, the, the, we've all heard about the, the global warming scams and so on and so on. And, and again, it's coming from the United Nations, the, the International Panel on Climate Change. Here's a quote from them. Here's a quote from the, one of the top guys there at the United Nations. Stephen Schneider, Stanford Professor of Climatology, lead author of the IPCC reports for the United Nations. He says, we need to get some broad-based support, this public support, to capture the public's imagination. So we have to offer up Theory scenarios made simplified, dramatic statements, and make little mention of any doubts. In other words, terror, terror, terror. It is each of us has to decide what's the right balance between being effective and being honest. And then the other chairman, Sir Hugh Houghton of the IPCC at the United Nations, is giving the global warming scam. He says, unless we announce disasters, no one will listen. Well, this whole health thing right, with the flu right now is for the World Health Organization at the United Nations, and it's now their turn to do the same thing with scary scenarios. That's what's happening right now. Absolutely. Now, now here's just a microcosm of predictive programming, and it came out the FBI and the Pentagon. This is even on uh, television. I, I already read about it years ago. One day I was watching TV. I think it was History Channel did a show about the history of SWAT teams, and said that they wanted to introduce it to the public. They just said it calmly. So they introduced it to the public through the TV show SWAT, and that became the model. And then all departments wanted to be special paramilitary forces. 
and that the Pentagon and, 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 and FBI were running it and funding it, and so that conditioned them with an us against them, you know, no longer the guardian, no longer the peacekeeper, no longer of the people, now a separate group, and, and you saw that in all the children's programming, but tell them just about the show with Alec Baldwin, not Ellen Watt, with, uh, with uh, Alec Baldwin, where they're all fighting to get the flu shot, and we checked, this was, this was shot months ago, airing last week, perfectly to coincide with all of this. I mean, again, lady, and, and I'm getting all these YouTube clips of other shows simultaneously uh, doing this, just like the movie Pearl Harbor comes out right as 9-11 hits, where, and they say, oh, it's just like Pearl Harbor. And, of course, the actors don't even know this, but this is the psychiatrist, the psychologist doing this. Tell them about it. Yeah, if people don't know, 30 Rock is basically a spoof of Saturday Night Live behind the scenes. And what happens is people start getting the flu in the office, so everybody starts freaking out. And, of course, the CEOs, the big rich guys, are the only ones that can get the vaccination. So everybody's trying to weasel around and get the vaccines from the CEOs and be the chosen few that won't get sick from the flu. And then, of course, by the end of the show, the CEOs are okay. They took the shots, and everybody else is sick with the flu, giving out that message, you have to take the shot if you want to be okay. And if there's anything I learned from G.I. Joe Jones when I was a kid is that knowing is half the battle. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to tell people the truth so they know what's going on. Absolutely. And the other half is being willing to take the enemy on. But, uh, I mean, I mean, Alan, how? I guess this works for the American Idol crowd, but don't people know they're being programmed constantly? Don't the actors like Alec Baldwin know that they're programming people to want to go out and take shots or do these people just say hey i'm going to join the dark side you know uh, i like being part of the elite it's fun to get it over on the people well uh, he knows he knows i know because he i've seen him on uh, jay leno and other shows and he comes out with his this little uh devil's corona sign with his his, his forefinger and so on right in the camera in fact uh, so so much so that leno even had to push it away at one point so yeah he's well aware of what he's doing Really? So, so Alec Watt, oh, I mean, Alec Baldwin, uh, goes on uh, TV doing the Diablo a lot? Yeah. And, and, and then, uh, w w uh, you're saying he was doing it in Leno's face? And Leno's oh, he put his hand right up to the camera lens, and, and, and eventually Leno had to push it away. <laughs> Good God, what on the world is going on? I, I guess they just love the power trip. Oh, they do. They do, especially when you're dealing with an ignorant public. Uh, who are into the, the mind control upgrading. The general public have no reality at all except what comes across that media. And that's what Brzezinski said in between two ages. In the 1970s, he says the public are being trained uh, to accept that the media is there to do their thinking and their reasoning for them. This has been accomplished. And this fear-mongering, again, is a beta test of that. With Napolitano, head of Homeland Security, saying... This probably won't be a big deal, but another one's coming soon. Yeah. Is 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 that to condition the subconscious to then think she's the great leader we can trust? Because after all, she predicted it. And that's right. It's all stage set for for the general public to to think it's all quite a natural progression as this all comes forth, and and the right people are put into the right positions to to protect us. We're being trained as children, and to accept that we're children. And to allow those the mature, special people, the experts, to, to rule our whole lives from birth to death. That's the whole point of the scientific era, the century of change. That's what it's all about. And the elite, they're willing to make the hard decision and give us the cancer virus injections and poison our water. And, you know, the elite even say, well, the future doesn't need us. And 
you know, it's we just got to be cold-blooded and scientific that these people yeah. have to be called and killed. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then they'll even say, look, you even warned the Maliks, and they don't listen, they don't understand. Yeah. So, see, that's the evidence. Uh, we have to go ahead and do this to them. And it's just so sick to watch them mutate humanity and to take all of our weaknesses and to amplify them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so hellish, Alan. Uh, where do you see the economy going the next four or five months? I mean, it's really accelerating downwards. They're saying the new bank of the world, the carbon tax, will save us. As things get worse and worse, as people begin to revolt, yeah. what, what do you see them doing? Launching new wars, a new bio <laughs> attack? What do you see happening? What they expect uh, is what they've told us themselves. The, the, the U.S. military right after the British uh, think tank for the British and NATO uh, military uh, put out its 90-page report for the next 50 years for for scenarios of what's to happen. happen. Um, They say there's going to be riots beginning uh, around 2010-12, and they'll escalate. There'll be riots over food, uh, riots over um, poverty, um, uh, riots over everything, basically, because they bring the Western countries down financially into a sustainable living pattern. That means vastly reduced consumption. That's what's all through the United Nations documentation from every one of their departments. So this is what they have told us is going to happen. So they're going to make it happen, obviously. And people will never revolt, and this is a sad truth, until if there's, if there's no organization, people will not revolt. And even then, it's sporadic when they're against the wall. Uh, people don't like um, to, to buck the system and fight and kill. It's a nasty idea. Uh, but unfortunately, um, if there's no organization against this, you'll, you'll have sporadic riots, which is just uh, a, a disorganized mob. And they're already prepared for that. They've been preparing, preparing for this for 30 years by building up SWAT teams, by bringing um, the police into the multi-jurisdictional task forces, sending them off to Iraq, by the way, where they get training, bashing down doors. It's been declared on Canadian television. Lots of our cops have had this training. They work with the military in the same uniforms. Then they come back to Canada, and now they double up as these special SWAT And teams. now they've announced on Canadian TV and, and, and print that, oh, the Army's just going to patrol the streets now to stop drunks and crime. And- yeah. They announced the same thing here, and you're right. Uh, and there is spor- uh, sporadic rioting and things. That will only help them, you know, then tell the chicken neck fluoride head yuppies, oh, look, see, we need a police state because of rioting. And they'll say that's what caused the stock market to plunge today was the rioting. It wasn't the bankers. It was the rioters, Jason Burmes. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, they'll, they'll make up any excuse for the economy failing. I mean, I had Obama on stage in his fake State of the Union saying, you know what? All these high school dropouts, that's what's causing this economy to go down, and that's just not going to be a choice anymore. Then you read the Give Act, and you realize everybody's going to have to graduate high school. As they're going through middle and high school, they're going to have to do mandatory service. On top of this, you're going to have to go to a trade school after high school if you don't want to go to Yeah, they're saying even if you're homeschooled, you're going to have to show up and serve the feds. Alan, this is going to be just a hellish system, but I guess all the dumbed-down people who just bestially want authority, they're going to love the uniforms and the power they're given to then parasite on the rest of us. This is going to be sick. That's true. There's no doubt about it. Once you're in a uniform, you're part of a fraternity. That's why militaries have used this technique of, of uh, uniformity for so long. You, you uh, are conditioned into being part of a, a brotherhood. The only guys you can trust are the guys in the same uniform. And you're told from the beginning you're now special.
um, yes, you're right. We're going to have the, the exact things they showed us in all the, the scary, futuristic movies and sci-fi. A big police state worldwide, a world governmental system, and masses of poor people at the bottom. That's exactly what they're bringing in for sustainable development, supposedly. All right, Alan Watts, our guest. We'll talk more about the fear-mongering, the flu, the new bank of the world they're setting up. Jason Berman, she'll be back tonight, 9 to midnight. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. We'll be right back. TheInfoWarrior.com is his website. crowd moves slowly because they want to test things, gauge things, beta test. They admit that you, you know, read that you cover that in, in, in all your great research at cuttingthematrix.com. But, you know, I'm seeing desperation in their eyes. I know they've got all this science and all the slick ways to control us, but more and more people fundamentally don't like the system and don't like what it's doing and are saying no to anything and everything they push. I think there is a light at the end of the tunnel that is not an oncoming train. What are solutions in your mind and, and uh, your prognosis? I mean, is there anything good at the end of this? Is there any way to get out of this, in your opinion? Um, being led by specialists in every area of their lives and start reclaiming their own personal sovereignty to begin with. You see, we've, been, we've been conditioned, not just in one generation, but over a few generations, that we, we are nothing special. Remember what, what uh, uh, Julian Huxley, the first CEO of UNESCO, said. He said we have to condition the public uh, uh, to get used to the idea of the dehumanization of human life. Before that, human life was at the pinnacle. Everyone had rights. You were a spiritual, physical being. And uh, he said we want to get rid of that idea and make them think they're just one other animal. And through about, oh, 40, 50 years of intense propaganda, nature shows especially, all put out by the big foundations, we've been trained we're just another animal, nothing special at all. And because we're one of an animal, we have specialist animals above us who are better animals, more elitist animals and intellectuals. We should obey those ones. That's just what the whole thing is about. That's right, and humans are bad, and we have to be punished, and humans are a disease just yeah. like... That Club of Rome document from the early 90s, written by uh, the current head of the CFR, Richard N. Haas. And it's, it's, it's more important, the brainwashing, even in the inner party, isn't it? A lot of the higher-level minions really believe they're doing a sacred work, putting yes, cancer viruses Absolutely. in vaccines. Yeah, because we're bad. They've got to kill us to save the Earth. And after yeah. all, we're all just blobs. We're all just animals. Hey, Charles Galton Darwin put it straight out in the 1950s, and he was a top physicist. Uh, grandson of Charles Darwin, he said that that, that um, uh, we must eventually start either euthanizing or sterilizing the masses, he says, because uh, otherwise they'll, they'll bring their bad genes up into the good gene pool and destroy the good gene pool. This is how they, they rationalize what they plan to do. Uh, this Ted Turner, one of the big propagandists for the United Nations, we, we think these guys are all independent. They're not independent. In fact, they're brought up to be cultural leaders through the organizations and television systems and so on that they run. Ted Turner says at the United Nations, he says, a total population of 250 to 300 million people worldwide, which is a 
5% decline from present levels would be ideal. And he's the founder of CNN and a major UN donor and spokesman. You know, uh, The Club of Rome and, and their goals, now they have goals for mankind. This is not a wish list. They have goals set. During a 10, 20, 50 year time period, they have long-term goals. This is a total population. They said the the resultant ideal sustainable population is hence more than 500 million, but less than 1 billion. And that's in their own report called Goals for Mankind. We better realize that these guys are deadly serious, and they have the funding of the big uh, five foundations, including the Rockefeller Foundations, to bring all this about. And they're doing it. Alan Watt, do five more minutes with us. We've got to get you up for two hours in the very near future. Do five more minutes with us. Then we have... Uh, Niles Herrett, uh, Associate Professor of the Department of Chemistry, University of Copenhagen for 37 years, doing his own study and finding what Stephen Jones and others found, the nano superthermate in the wreckage of the World Trade Center, the explosives used to blow it up. This is big international news. There's a blackout here domestically. We'll break that blackout straight ahead. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Waging war on corruption. Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. Final segment with Alan Watt, and we're going to focus in on some big 9-11 news. You know, we can't let this bird flu hoax that's giving them a police state, training the public for martial law, Always introducing that idea for different reasons, terrorism, bioattack, natural flus. We can't let that act as a smokescreen for the global carbon tax we're trying to pass in the U.S., the anti-gun treaties that will ban reloading and many types of rifles. This is happening right now. Uh, the new Bank of the World being set up will pay our carbon taxes, too. The Israel saying they're about to attack Iran. Uh, it's all there. Pakistan saying nukes are missing with no evidence, totally made up. We have to continue to focus on it all and to expose these people. Uh, Alan Watt, you were getting into their goals and what the eugenics... I mean, simple. The eugenicists set up the world government on record. They're getting their world government right now, but not without a lot of people saying no. But the establishment said, as you know, 75, 80 years ago, that there would be a lot of, quote, beautiful, well-meaning people that had to die who would not want the new world order. And, and, and HUL said, we're going to kill you. Yeah. Uh, so, but, but, but again... I really think that if we break the spell of mind control, we can beat these people. We'd have to. And what we realize, too, is that these characters that claim that they're at the top go to the bathroom the same way as we do, and they go through all the same things. As they are not superhuman. They're, they're just human beings and psychopaths who do believe. They believe they're superior, but in all reality, they're no more superior than any of us. We're all pretty well the same. So they have no rights to dictate how we should live. We have just as much, much right to dictate our own way of living and and by ourselves. But they have, that. We've got to reclaim that right and, and, and say, no, get off my back. Uh, you can't tell me what to do. Go back and, and, and rule yourself. I, I will rule myself. That's what we have to do. But, 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 and I agree with you, 
They are hungry. They, oh, yeah. they love the power. They love the control. Yeah. There are a lot of good people that are actually more intelligent than them. Just good people aren't that hungry. They don't enjoy crushing people. They don't want more power. Once you get a nice house and decent car and great wife and kids, you don't want any more. You don't want to go screw people to get things. They do. So I guess we've got to get our survival instinct to kick in. We must do that and very, very quickly and start caring about each other and about ourselves uh, because, you see, they had a war on us and the family to isolate us all, isolation from us or each other. We're all still yeah. computers, TVs, but we don't talk. And we've got to start communicating to each other and realize uh, we have people living around us that, that uh, we're supposed to communicate to and, and be part of and care about. And see, when you have something to care about, you will fight for it. That's why they have to destroy the family unit. Men would fight for the family, and they know that, and that's why the first target was the destruction of the family unit. They said that in their own writings. Cuttingthroughthematrix.com, cuttingthroughthematrix.com. Tell folks your European mirror site for when, you, uh, for when the other one gets hacked. Yeah, it's alanwattsentinel.eu. And then get pretty well everything that's on the, the Sentinels of the other And there's hundreds too. of audios and your books and DVDs, and folks should also buy some of that and support you because you're doing invaluable work. You know, Alan, let me say bye to you during the break because uh, I had mentioned some things to you a few months ago, and now I'm more sure than ever that I want to uh, uh, work on something. Uh, so so l- let me talk to you during the break, and then we've got our next guest coming up. But, but in the minute we've got left, because you always spur so much thought here, uh, you're in your gut analyzing this. Do you think this this flu thing right now is a total hoax? It's a hoax. But here's what David Rockefeller said at the Club of Rome. Now he's the executive manager of the, he's, the, he's the manager of all these foundations, these front foundations. He says we're on the verge of a global transformation. All we need is the right major crisis, not reality, but crisis. You see, so so they're using this, as I say. Uh, to, to gain more power over the public who have been petrified and punch drunk with conflicting uh, 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 documentation. And when they're conflicted like that and punch drunk, they're easily led. They'll go cry, save us, and the world authorities will say, okay, now here we want to all sign into laws that we have power over you. That's what they're after. Amazing. I tell you, Alan Watt, I've done so much research, and to hear you putting it out so smoothly and focused and expanding on it, I know what you're saying is accurate, and I just want to warn people. We really appreciate you joining us. Let me get you back up for a few hours so we can really get into depth in the next few weeks. There's Alan Watt. Uh, We'll be right back with our next guest. Key information straight ahead and a recap on the latest martial law news. Stay with us.